Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Waterhill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to our listeners. I'm David Tippy. Welcome to the Aging Younger Show. And this is Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. David and I broadcast live from our clinic in Tamarack, Florida. We can be reached at 954-742-4430. And please visit us online at agingyounger.net. You know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away has been a common saying for more than a century. And it turns out that people have been repeating it for good reason. Modern research shows that apples improve health in numerous ways, and the latest study found that apples can even boost a woman's sexual pleasure. The study, which was published in the archives of gynecology and and, uh, obstetrics, found that women who ate one or two apples a day had better sex lives than those who didn't eat apples. The researchers believe that high levels of polyphenols and antioxidants found in apples stimulate blood flow to the sexual organs and aid in arousal. In addition, apples contain the uh, polyridin and phytoestrogen that's similar to the sex hormone estradiol. Apples fight many chronic health problems, and we are excited to expand on several of these issues here today. There was a Brazilian study that was published in the Journal uh, of Nutrition, and it it found that women who ate apples uh, while they were dieting lost more weight over a 12-week period than the dieters who did not eat any apples. Now, one reason could be that the high fiber found in apples will promote satiety, meaning it will give you that feeling uh, fuller, longer uh, feeling. Researchers from the University of Iowa found that ursolic acid, which is a molecule found in the apple peel itself, protected mice from obesity by increasing their amount of energy-burning fat, as well as augmenting their muscle mass. Now, again, there's another study of healthy adults which found that when they ate an apple 15 minutes before a meal, they reduced their total caloric intake by a whopping 15%. Researchers believe that the phytochemicals in apples fight cancer as we will touch on many times uh, today throughout the show. Now, researchers at the Mayo Clinic found that the antioxidant uh, quercetin, which is abundant in apples, stops changes in prostate cells that lead to cancer, slowing or preventing the growth of those cells. Chinese researchers found that human prostate cells treated with uh, quercetin died within 48 hours. And then again now, there's a, a Hawaiian study found that people whose diets were high in quercetin 
lowered their risk of developing lung cancer by 40 to 50 percent. And a Cornell University study using rats found that eating apples daily reduced breast cancer by up to 44 percent. Several studies have shown that eating apples improves lung function and lowers the risk of, of respiratory diseases, including emphysema, bronchitis, and asthma. Now again, now we have a Finnish study attributed a lower risk of asthma to the flavonoids, again, quercetin, hesperitin, and naringidin, all contained in the apples. And then there's a study from the Netherlands associated higher lung function and a lower risk of obstructive pulmonary disease in people who ate five or more apples a week. You know, the same finished study that found a decreased risk of lung disease also found a significant decrease in the risk of type 2 diabetes among people who ate apples. They attributed the the decrease to a high intake of quercetin uh, found in the apple peels. A study at Boston's uh, Brigham and Women's Hospital found that people who ate at least two servings a week of specific fruits, including apples, grapes, and blueberries, reduced their risk of diabetes by up to 23%. A review of 20 studies published in the journal uh, Stroke found that eating the equivalent of two small apples a day, a total of about 200 grams, cut stroke risk by almost a third. Part of the benefit may come from the pectin, a form of soluble fiber found in the apples that lowers blood pressure and levels of bad cholesterol. A study at the University of California found that eating two apples a day reduces the artery clogging damage caused by the LDL or the bad cholesterol. Researchers at the UK's University of Oxford calculated that if every adult aged 50 and over ate an apple each day, deaths from heart attacks and strokes would be cut to the same degree as if everyone aged 50 and older who was not taking statins was prescribed the cholesterol-lowering drugs. Now, there's a lead researcher, Dr. Adam Briggs, and he said, and this is a direct quote from Dr. Briggs, the Victorians had it about right when they came up with their brilliantly clear and simple public health advice. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I love that uh, saying, and I love what Dr. Adam Briggs, uh, uh, his quote that I just uh, stated. It's one of the most recognizable expressions around. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. But besides the fact that it rhymes, which makes it fun to say, and yes, an easy uh, recall, apples are good for you. The first printed mention about the implication of apples can be found in the February 1886 issue of the publication Notes and Quarries. The publication printed the proverb like, eat an apple on 
going to bed, and you will keep your doctor from earning his bread. Now, nearly 150 years later, uh, variations of this adage are still quoted. It's unlikely that the saying would have maintained such popularity if there wasn't some truth to it, right? With that in mind, let's consider some more of the apple's components and their effect on our health. Pectin is a form of soluble fiber that lowers both the blood pressure and glucose levels. It can also lower the levels of LDL or bad cholesterol in the body. Pectin, like other forms of fiber, helps maintain the health of the digestive system. Apples are an excellent source of pectin. Now, baron, a nutrient found in abundance in apples, baron supports strong bones and a healthy brain. Now, quercetin, a flavonoid, this nutrient shows promise for reducing the risk of various cancers, including cancers in the lung and breast. It may also reduce free radical damage. Free radicals develop when atoms in the body's cells have unpaired electrons, which can lead to damage to different parts of the cell, including the DNA. Quercetin may neutralize free radical damage, which has been implicated in a variety of age-related health problems, including Alzheimer's disease, vitamin C, vitamin C boosts immunity, which helps maintain overall health, and phytonutrients. Apples are rich in a variety of phytonutrients, including vitamin A and E and beta carotene. These compounds fight damage from free radicals and can have a profound effect on health, including reducing the risk of heart disease, diabetes, and asthma. Apples also act as a toothbrush, cleaning teeth and killing bacteria in the mouth, which may reduce the risk of tooth decay. They are also low in calorie density, which is one of the trademarks of a healthy food. When a food is low in calorie density, you can eat good-sized portions for the food for relatively few calories. Additionally, apples are affordable and readily available. Now, with all of this information, it's really easy to see that, yes, an apple has its health benefits. But does eating an apple every day mean you'll never get sick? And is an apple really healthier than other fruits? An apple a day can reduce the risk of diabetes, as David mentioned, and also reduce, uh, it can help reduce high blood pressure and many types of cancers. But would you be able to avoid the doctor entirely just by eating a bunch of, of the forbidden fruit? Well, we don't think so, not very likely. Various studies show health benefits when participants eat an apple between three and five times a week, but all ailments cannot be cured by diet alone. We must have a lifestyle change, which will include the proper water intake, exercise, other nutrition, and uh, supplemental vitamins, which reminds me to give you our phone number, 
and our website so that we can present all of these uh, mentions to you. So please, get out your piece of paper, pen or pencil, and jot down our number. Because David and I can be reached at 954-742-4430. Again, our number is 954-742-4430. And you can find all of this information on our on our website, which is agingyounger.net. Very good website for everyone. Please go there, agingyounger.net. Are other fruits just as good as for you as apples? Well, sure. All fruits are loaded with nutrients that are building blocks to good health. Bananas, for example, are loaded with potassium, which is important for a healthy heart and proper muscle function. Blackberries are loaded with fiber, and strawberries contain vitamin C and fiber. Like cranberries, the blueberries help prevent and fight urinary tract infections. They're also a bit tastier than cranberries, which most people only enjoy when combined with plenty of added sugar. We had a complete program on how deadly sugar is. It's simply a drug. Apricots fresh or dried, or high in beta-carotene. When choosing drinks, please choose water, but if you must, apple juice uh, barely makes the top ten. Pomegranate juice, red wine, yes, I, you heard me correctly, red wine and purple grape juice are high in antioxidants. With apple juice in the tenth spot, right behind green tea, One of the things that makes apples so incredibly healthy is the amount of fiber they contain, but that's lost during the commercial juicing process. So remember that. If all fruits are nutritional powerhouses, why are apples the only one to be included in the folklore? At the time the adage emerged, apples were easy to grow, and still are, by the way. Once harvested, they could remain in storage for nearly a year without losing their nutritional value. Recent studies have shown that unlike many fruits and vegetables, the nutritional benefits of apples remain relatively stable for as long as 200 days after harvest. Wow, an apple a day will go a long way toward keeping the doctor away. Most nutritionists recommend a varied diet. Now, in addition to apples, we suggest that you fill your shopping cart with citrus fruits, tropical treats such as mangoes, and a variety of the berries that David mentioned, which pack a nutritional punch. Now, eating several servings of a varied selection of fruits each day is truly the best way to keep the doctor away. Evidence suggests that a high diet, a diet high in fruits and vegetables may decrease the risk of chronic diseases, such as cardiovascular disease and cancer, and phytochemicals, including phenols, flavonoids, and carotenoids from the fruits and vegetables may play a key role in reducing chronic disease risk. Apples are a widely consumed, rich source of phytochemicals, and epidemiological studies 
have linked the consumption of apples with reduced risk of some cancers, cardiovascular disease, asthma, and diabetes, and we mentioned them early in the show. In the laboratory tests, apples have been found to have very strong antioxidant activity, inhibit cancer cell proliferation, decrease lipid oxidation, and lower bad LDL cholesterol. Apples contain a variety of uh, phytochemicals, uh, including uh, quercetin and, and uh, uh, catechin, and that uh, phytorhizin and uh, colorogenic uh, acid, excuse me, all of which are strong antioxidants. The phytochemicals consumption of apples varies greatly between different varieties of apples, and there are also small changes in the phytochemicals during the uh, maturation, uh, maturing of the ripening of the fruit. Storage has little to do uh, and has no effect or no effect at all on apple phytochemicals, but processing can greatly affect apple phytochemicals. The process uh, of, of uh, visiting with uh, apples as well as uh, all other fruit here on this radio program is to review the most recent literature regarding the health benefits of apples and their phytochemicals and their bioavailability, antioxidant behavior, and the effects of a variety ripening, storage, and processing of apple phytochemicals. Now, in the United States, as well as in most industrialized countries, cardiovascular disease and cancer are ranked as the top two leading causes of death. The cause of both diseases have been linked to lifestyle choices, and one of the most important choices that you will ever make to improve or, or devalue your health, and that choice is one of diet. Now, choice matters, and David and I say this every time, and you can make good choices or bad choices. It is up to you. It has been estimated that a healthy diet could prevent approximately 30% of all cancers. High LDL cholesterol and obesity are greatly influenced by diet and lifestyle and are costing the United States billions of dollars in health-related expenses. High LDL cholesterol, a risk factor for cardiovascular disease, is commonly treated with statin drugs, and it has been estimated that the United States will spend $30 billion per year on cholesterol treatment by these statin drugs. And as a side note, we suggest to our clients that drugs in general, especially the statins, should be considered only if you continue to live a poor lifestyle. In 1998, obesity, a risk factor for cardiovascular disease, cancer, and diabetes, has been estimated to cost the United States over $92 billion per year. Understanding the effects of diet, water, and exercise on chronic disease may greatly aid in the prevention and possibly the elimination of 
chronic disease. So, David and I are here. We're ready to take your call. You can reach us at 954-742-4430. Again, jot down our number, uh, 954-742-4430, and our website is agingyounger.net. You know, as children, many of us were told, eat your vegetables because they are good for you. And the adage, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, is still quite popular. Recently, many studies have provided the scientific backing for both of these very common phrases. In the early 1990s, researchers examined well over 100 epidemiological studies relating to diet and cancer, and in 128 of 156 dietary studies, fruits and vegetables had a significant protective effect against a a variety of different cancers found that those who consumed low amounts of fruits and vegetables were twice as likely to have cancer compared to those who ate high amounts of fruits and vegetables. Recently, a study linked intake of fruits and vegetables with a reduced risk of breast cancer in women in China. In this population-based case study of women in Shanghai, premenopausal women who ate more Dark yellow orange vegetables and more citrus fruits tended to have lower breast cancer rate. Fruits and vegetables intake also appears to have a protective effect against coronary heart disease. Approximately 84,000 women were followed for 14 years and 4,200 men were followed for eight years. They found that people who ate the highest amount of fruits and vegetables, had 20% lower risk of coronary heart disease, and the lower risks were seen in people who consumed more green leafy vegetables and fruit rich in vitamin C. Not only may a diet high in fruits and vegetables help prevent heart disease and cancer, but it may also help protect against a variety of other illnesses. For example, a diet high in fruits and vegetables may help protect against cataracts, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, and even asthma. We love to have these conversations with our clients and encourage you to pick up your phone and call us or go to our website and read what we may help you with. The phone number is 954-742-4430. Once again, get that pen, 954-742-4430. And our website, agingyounger.net. It's very self-explanatory. Go to agingyounger.net and you will be helped. I just want to say something. Uh, When uh, we were talking about the 84, the a study with 84,000 women that were followed for 14 years. It was 42,000 men were followed uh, for eight years. That, that was just a, a typo error. So it was a, a great number of men, 42,000. Now, much of the protective effect of fruits and vegetables has been attributed to the phytochemicals. Now, which what is a phytochemical? Very simple. They are the non-nutrient plant compounds such as the carotenoids, the flavonoids, the isoflavonoids, and the uh, 
phenolic acids. Now, thousands of phytochemicals have been identified in foods, yet there are still many that have not been identified. Different phytochemicals have been found to possess a range of activities, which may help in protecting against chronic disease. Let's take an example. Phytochemicals may inhibit cancer cell proliferation, may help regulate inflammatory and immune response, and may help protect against lipid oxidation. A major role of the phytochemicals is protection against oxidation. And guess what, folks? Yes, you all know it as well as we do, but we have to say it. We live in a highly oxidative environment, and many processes involved in metabolism may result in the production of even more oxidants. Humans and all animals have complex antioxidant defense systems, but we are not perfect, they are not perfect, and yes, oxidative damage will occur. Simple plain and simple, but both cardiovascular disease and cancer are thought thought to be particularly the results of oxidative stress, which can lead to damage of the larger biomolecules such as DNA, lipids, and the proteins. It has been estimated that there are 10,000 oxidative hits to DNA per cell per day in humans. Let me repeat, 10,000 oxidative hits to our DNA per cell per day in the human body. So I think it's time you get out your pen and paper and jot down our phone number and call us today and let us help you understand health more and how we can offer the suggestions and the proper products that may improve health and longevity. So our number is 954-742-4430. Again, 954-742-4430 and visit us online at agingyounger.net. A major class of phytochemicals found commonly in fruits and vegetables are the flavonoids. Apples are a very significant source of flavonoids in healthy diets in the U.S. and in Europe. In the United States, 22% of the phenolics consumed from fruits fruits, uh, are from apples, making them the largest source of phenolics. In Finland, apples and onions are main sources of dietary flavonoids, while in the Netherlands, apples rank third behind green tea and onions as top sources of their flavonoids. In the Finnish study of approximately 10,000 people, their flavonoid intake was associated with a lower total mortality rate. Apples were one of the main sources of dietary flavonoids that showed the strongest associations with decreased mortality. Not only are apples commonly enjoyed by many cultures, but they're also a good source of antioxidants that we've been talking about. When compared to many other commonly consumed fruits in the United States, apples 
had the second highest level of antioxidant activity. Apples also ranked the second for total concentration of phenolic compounds. And perhaps more importantly, apples had the highest portion of free phenolics when compared to other fruits. This means that these compounds are not bound to other compounds in the fruits and the phenolics may be more available for eventual absorption into the bloodstream since fruits and vegetables are high in antioxidants, a diet high in these foods should help prevent oxidative stress and may therefore help prevent chronic disease and slow aging. And we pride ourselves in speaking to our clients in this meaningful way to remind them that although many nutrients are available in this sort of diet, we must also supplement due to the decrease in the nutrient value of our soils. Research findings have led to the National Research Council to recommend consuming five or more servings of fruit and vegetables a day. Several commonly consumed fruits and beverages, including green tea, red wine, onions, dark cocoa, raspberry, and apples, have been targeted as particularly beneficial in the diet because of their high content of phenolic compounds. There are health benefits of apples proven through epidemiological evidence. Now, several studies have specifically linked apple consumption with a reduced risk of cancer, especially the lung cancer. In the nurses' health study and the health professionals' follow-up study involving over 77,000 women and 47,000 men, Fruit and vegetable intake was associated with a 21% reduced risk in lung cancer in women, but this association was not seen in men. Very few of the individual fruits and vegetables examined had a significant effect on lung cancer risk in women. However, apples were one of the individual fruits associated with a decreased risk in lung cancer. Women who consumed at least one serving per day of apples and pears had a reduced risk of lung cancer. Of the men involved, there was no association seen between any individual fruit or vegetable and the risk of lung cancer. Again, studies are just that, and they are not conclusive. In a case control study in Hawaii, it was found that apple and onion intake was associated with a reduced risk of lung cancer in both the male and female gender. Smoking history and food intake was assessed for 582 participants with lung cancer and 582 control subjects without lung cancer. There was a 40 to 50% decrease risk in lung cancer in participants with the highest intake of apples, onions, and white grapefruit when compared to those who consumed the lowest amount of these fruits. The decreased risk in lung cancer was seen in both men and women and in almost every ethnic group. 
No associations were seen with red wine, black tea, or green tea. Both onions and apples are high in flavonoids. We keep wanting to stress that, especially quercetin and quercetin uh, conjugates. A study found an inverse association between lung cancer and quercetin intake, although the trend was not statistically significant, interestingly, the inverse association seen between apple and onion intake and lung cancer were stronger for squamous cell carcinomas than for adenocarcinomas. In the finished study involving 10,000 men and women and a 24-year follow-up, a strong inverse association was seen between flavonoid intake and lung cancer development. In the sample population, the mean flavonoid intake was about four milligrams per day, and 95% of the total flavonoid intake was quercetin. Apples and onions together provided 64% of all flavonoid intakes. The reduced risk of lung cancer associated with increased flavonoid consumption was especially strong in younger people and non-smokers. Apples were the only specific foods that were inversely related to lung cancer risk. Since apples were the main source of flavonoids in the Finnish population, it was concluded that the flavonoids from the apples were most likely responsible for the decreased risk in lung cancer. The relationship of dietary uh, cavitins and epithelial cancer was examined in 728 men and they were aged between 65 and 84 as part of the Zupton elderly study. Tea, a naturally high source of the catechins, contributed 87% of the total catechin intake in this study, while apples contributed 8% of the consumption of the catechin. It was found that total catechin and tea consumption did not have an effect on lung cancer, but apple consumption was associated with decreased epithelial lung cancer incidence. This supported the findings of the previous studies discussed, that, that we discussed tonight on the show, where apples were significantly inversely associated with lung cancer and may suggest that the catechins alone do not play, uh, do not have a, an effect against lung cancers. Other data from this Zuptin, uh, Zuptin elderly study showed an inverse association between fruit and vegetable flavonoids and total cancer incidence and tumors of the alimentary and respiratory tract. Again, Key flavonoids were not associated with a decrease in cancer risk. A reduced risk of cardiovascular disease has been associated with apple consumption. The Women's Health Study uh, surveyed nearly 40,000 women with a 6.9-year follow-up and examined the association between flavonoids and cardiovascular disease. Women ingesting the highest amount of flavonoids had a 35% reduction in the risk of cardiovascular events. Flavonoid intake was not associated with risk of stroke, 
myocardial infarction, or cardiovascular disease death. Uh, going back to the quercetin, it, the quercetin did not have any association with cardiovascular disease, cardiovascular events, myocardial infarction, or strokes. However, both apple intake and broccoli intake were associated with reductions in the risk of both cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular events. Women ingesting apples had a 13 to 22% decrease in cardiovascular disease risk. In that finished study examining flavonoid intake and coronary mortality, it was found that total flavonoid intake was significantly inversely associated with coronary mortality in women, but not in men. Apple and onion intake was also inversely associated with coronary mortality, especially in women. Data collected from this same Finnish uh, cohort study also showed the effect of quercetin and apple intake on the uh, cerebrovascular disease. Those who had the highest consumption of apples had a lower risk of thrombotic stroke compared to those who consumed the lowest amounts of apples. Onion intake and quercetin intake were not associated with the thrombotic stroke or other cerebrovascular disease. Now, apple and red wine consumption was also inversely associated with death from coronary heart disease in uh, postmenopausal women in a study of nearly 35,000 women in Iowa. The intakes of the uh, catchin and uh, epicatchin, uh, both constituents of apples, were strongly inversely associated with coronary heart disease and death. Now, although total catchin uh, intake was inversely associated with coronary heart disease mortality, it was found that tea catchins were, were not associated with coronary heart disease mortality in postmenopausal women. Apple catchins uh, may be more bioavailable than the catchin and epicatchins uh, gallates uh, commonly found in teas. The relationship between flavonoids and the risk of coronary heart disease were also, <clears throat> were also examined as part of the Zupton elderly study. Flavonoid intake was strongly correlated with a decreased mortality from heart disease in elderly men and also negatively correlated with myocardial infarction. He was the main source of flavonoids in the study and was also negatively correlated with coronary heart disease. Apple intake contributed to approximately 10% of the total ingested flavonoids and was also associated with a reduced risk of death from coronary heart disease in men. However, the relationship was not statistically significant. Apple consumption has been inversely linked with asthma and has also been positively associated with general pulmonary health. In a recent study involving 1,600 adults in Australia, apple and pear intake was associated with a decreased risk of asthma and a decrease in bronchial hypersensitivity. 
but total fruit and vegetable intake was not associated with asthma risk or severity. Specific antioxidants, such as the vitamin E and the vitamin C, retinol and B-carotene, were not associated with asthma or bronchial hypersensitivity. It had been found previously, it had been found that apple intake, as well as selenium intake, was associated with less asthma in adults in the United States, United Kingdom. This study surveyed nearly 600 individuals with asthma and 900 individuals without asthma, and also about their diet and lifestyle. Now, the total fruit and vegetable intake was weakly associated with asthma, and apple intake showed a stronger inverse relationship with asthma. This latter effect was most clear in subjects who consumed at least two apples a week. Onion, tea, and red wine consumption were not related to asthma incidents, suggesting an especially beneficial effect of apple flavonoids. <clears throat> vitamin C and vitamin E were not correlated with asthma incidents and carotene intake was weakly but positively associated with asthma. Apple intake and orange intake were both associated with a reduced incidence of asthma in the Finnish study involving 10,000 men and women. Flavonoid intake in general was associated with a lower risk of asthma, and the association was attributed mainly to quercetin and, and esperitin, and uh, nerogenin, other fruits and vegetables, such as onions, grapefruit, white cabbage, and juices, were not associated with the decreased risk in asthma. In a study over 13,000 adults in the Netherlands, it was found that apples might beneficially affect lung function. Apples and pear intake was positively associated with pulmonary function and negatively associated with chronic uh, obstructive pulmonary disease. And catching intake uh, was also associated with pulmonary function and negatively associated with the chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, but there was no association between tea and main source of catchins and the chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. A Welsh study of approximately 2,500 middle-aged, 45 to 59 years, Welsh men also demonstrated a beneficial effect of apple consumption on lung function. Lung function was measured as forced expiratory volume uh, in one second and was positively correlated with citrus fruit, fruit juice, squash, and apple consumption. However, the association with citrus fruit and fruit juice or squash lost significance after adjustment for smoking. So stay away from those cigarettes, please, and cigars. Apple consumption remained positively correlated with lung function after taking into account possible co-founders such as smoking, body mass index, social class, and exercise. Body mass index is one of the testing methods that we here at the Aging Young Anti-Aging Clinic offer our clients, and you can review it in depth on our website at agingyounger.net. Just click on services and select body comp composition analysis 
And I am sure you will want to check the ratio of lean body mass to fat in your own body after reading what we have to say. The scale is worthless. Your life improvement is in that ratio of lean body to fat. Because, ladies and gentlemen, lean muscle will metabolize and fat does not. Our website, again, it's very simple, agingyounger.net. And our phone number is 954-742-4430. If you choose health, and yes, health is a choice. So if your choice is yes to health, I suggest you pick up that phone and call us at 954-742-4430. Participants in the Netherlands study who consumed five or more apples per week had a significantly greater forced uh, expiratory volume, uh, or FEV, forced expiratory volume, of 138 milliliters when compared to those who did not consume apples. Diabetes and weight loss are certainly part of the apple excellence. Not only many apples help, may apples help decrease the risk of heart disease, cancer, and, apple, and, and asthma, but apples Consumption may also be associated with a lower risk of diabetes, as we've been pointing out throughout the show. In the previously discussed Finnish study of 10,000 people, a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes was also associated with apple consumption. Higher quercetin intake, of course, from the green apple and all the other apples, a major component of apple peels was also associated with the decreased risk of type 2 diabetes. Merectin, a berry intake, uh, were also associated with the decreased risk of type 2 diabetes, but onion, orange, grapefruit, and white cabbage intake was not associated with the lower risk. Apple and pear intake has also been associated with weight loss in the middle-aged uh, overweight women in Brazil, as Stephanie told you in the beginning. Approximately 400 hypocholesterolic but non-smoking women were randomized to one of three supplement groups, oat cookies, apples, or pears, and each subject consumed one of each supplement three times per day for 12 weeks. The participants who consumed either of the fruits had a significant weight loss after 12 weeks, a 1.21 kilogram, whereas those consuming the oat cookies did not have a weight loss. Those consuming fruit also had a significantly lower blood glucose level when compared to those consuming the oat cookies. A summary based on these epidemiological studies appears that apples may play a large role in reducing the risk of a wide variety of chronic disease and maintaining a healthy lifestyle in general. In these studies, apples were most consistently associated with reduced risk of cancer, heart disease, asthma, type 2 diabetes when compared to other fruits and vegetables and other sources of flavonoids. Apple consumption was also positively associated with increased lung function and, increased, and the increase of the weight loss, particularly because of such strong epidemiological evidence supporting the health benefits in apples. There is increasing research using animal and in vitro models that attempts 
to more clearly explain these health benefits. Apples, and especially the apple peel, have been found to have a potent antioxidant activity and can greatly inhibit the growth of liver cancer and colon cancer cells. The total antioxidant activity of apples with the peel was approximately 83 millimoles per liter, vitamin C equivalents, which means that the antioxidant activity of 100 gram apples, about one serving of an apple, is equivalent to 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C. Now, on the flip side, the amount of vitamin C in 100 gram of apples is only about 5.7 milligrams. Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant, but research shows that nearly all of the antioxidant activity from apples comes from a variety of other compounds. Vitamin C in apples contributed less than 0.4% of total antioxidant activity. Apples have been shown to have potent antiproliferative activity in several studies. When the CACO2 colon cancer cells were treated with apple extracts, cell proliferation was inhibited in a dose-dependent manner, uh, reaching a maximum inhibition of 43% at a dose of 50 milligrams per milliliter. Now, the same trend was seen in the hep G2 liver cancer cells with maximal inhibition, I'm having a hard time tonight, uh, reaching 57% at a dose of 50 milligrams per milliliter. It was proposed that it is the unique combination of phytochemicals in the apples that are responsible for inhibiting the growth of tumor cells. Apples had the third highest anti-proliferative activity when compared to 11 other commonly consumed fruits. Although apple juice typically contains less phenolics than whole apples, it is still a widely consumed source of dietary antioxidants. In a study that examined the effects of six commercial apple uh, juices and red delicious apples, whole apples, peels alone, and fresh, uh, uh, you know, juices in the, in the flesh alone uh, on human LDL oxidation and in vitro LDL oxidation was measured using the headspace analysis of uh, hexanol uh, produced from the copper-induced lipid oxidation in vitro. The, Dose of the apple juices and whole apple, apple peel and apple flesh were standardized from the uh, Gaelic acid equivalents. LDL oxidation in inhibition varied greatly between brands of fruit juices, ranging from 9 to 34% inhibition, and whole apples in, inhibited LDL oxidation by 34%. Now, apple peels inhibited LDL oxidation by 34%, while the flesh alone showed significantly less, such as 21%. Rats-fed apple juice also had a decreased level of uh, the malandaldehyde, uh, 
uh, and that's uh, MDA, a maker of uh, lipid peroxidation. And quercetin, a major flavonoid in apples, had no effect on lipid oxidation when ingested by rats, suggesting that quercetin alone is not responsible for the apple's ability to inhibit lipid oxidation. Other antioxidants and their interaction between the different apple antioxidants, including quercetin, have been shown to contribute to the antioxidant activity of apples. The effect of apple juice on lipid oxidation has also been examined in vitro in human subjects in a subject involving four women, in a study involving four women and one man ingesting high levels of one-to-one -one mixture of apple juice and black currant juice increased the antioxidant status of the blood and decreased the lipid oxidation. And glutathione peroxidase also increased in humans consuming apple juice. Plasma MDA decreased over the seven-day intervention period when the subjects ingested the highest dose of the apple juice and black currant mixture of 15 milliliters. Now, Despite the antioxidant effect on lipoproteins, apple juice intake had a pro-oxidant effect on plasma proteins in both humans and rats. Now, some of the apple's protective effect against cardiovascular disease may come from its potential LDL cholesterol-lowering ability. It was a study done in 2001, and in the study it was found that when cholesterol-fed rats were supplemented with lyophilized apples, there was a significant drop in plasma cholesterol and liver cholesterols and an increase in the high-density lipoproteins, the HDL. It, also was, it was also found that the cholesterol excretion increased in the feces of rats fed these apples, suggesting reduced cholesterol absorption. In a second study, a similar cholesterol-lowering effect was seen in cholesterol-fed rats when the rats were fed apples, pears, and peaches. Apples had a greater LDL cholesterol-lowering effect than the other two fruits. I hope you, the reason why David and I are throwing out all these studies and, and to show you the, the, the importance of eating whole foods is because there is really no need for statin drugs. Statins are the drug of choice for do, that doctors will prescribe for uh, cholesterol uh, problems, and the statins themselves lead to a host of other uh, incidences that will cause more and more problems for the body. So that's why we're going into all this depth about the, the great uh, benefits, the health benefits of eating apples. And the apple a day will keep the doctor away. Let's go back to that wonderful saying. So the three fruits, are going back to the study, let me just repeat. The second study was a similar cholesterol-lowering effect, and it was seen in cholesterol-fed rats when the rats were fed apples, pears, and peaches. And it was shown that the apples had the greater LDL cholesterol-lowering effect than the other two fruits. The three fruits also increased the plasma antioxidant potential, with apple having the greatest effect. Apples, pears, and peaches all had similar fiber content, but apples contained more phenolic compounds, suggesting that perhaps 
the phenolics in apples contribute to this effect? One of the greatest things that I get involved with with our clients when they're here in the office is the idea that I explain to them very thoroughly about cholesterol, and I have charts that make it very easy for them to understand. It's extremely important that people understand that cholesterol is the most important hormone in the body, and to simply blatantly go out there and take a statin drug to lower it is a, an idealistic way of destroying your health. You simply do not want to destroy the pristine cholesterol. It is in every cell. It's in everything that you have in your body. You must have the cholesterol. And what we don't want to make is the HDL-LDL combination because what your body is making that in self-defense because you are not putting in the body what the body requires. What the body requires is, of course, for every cell in the body, now, when you don't take in enough of the long-chain uh, fatty acids, for example, the omega-3s, you, your body is going to make that short-chain trans fat to take its place, that LDO-HDL combination in the liver. And when it is combined with sugar, that creates a triglyceride. Now, what is a triglyceride? Well, a triglyceride, when oxidized, now, by the way, if we don't have enough antioxidants in our system, that oxidation is going to occur, and when it does, what does that create? Plaque buildup in the arteries. So it's very, very necessary that we have one-on-ones with our clients. We all, all are, are looking forward to telephone calls from each of you. Give us a call at 954-742-4430. 954-742-4430, or go to our website. Live longer, one, two, three, excuse me, agingyounger.net. Well, better yet, go, yes, go to the website, but make the, the decision to take the road down to the health choice because your health is your greatest wealth, and without your health, you have no wealth. Now, aside from chronic disease, apples may be used to help combat other prevalent diseases in the world. It has recently been found that crude extracts from immature, immature apples actually inhibited the enzymatic activities of the cholera toxin manner. Additionally, apple extracts reduce cholera toxin, induce fluid accumula- accumulation in a dose-dependent manner. Now, the apple extracts were fractionated, and each fraction was tested for inhibitory action on enzymatic activities of cholerotoxin. Now, we're running out of time, but there's one other enzyme, uh, uh, enzymatic activity that we have here in this clinic, extract, and that is our skin, uh, uh, stem cell serum. Our skin stem cell serum is made from a rare Swiss apple, and it's made from the, 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 the finest uh, 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 part of that apple to help build up n- new stem cells within the body, so it, get, it helps to tighten and tone the, uh, the, your face and your skin. So yes, apples do have a, a play a very large role in our overall health from inside and out. 
That being said, we have run out of time. David and I will be back on the air next week, same time, same place. But in the meantime, I suggest you take our number down, 954-742, and give us a call. Until next week, God bless you all, and have a healthy, aging, younger week. You've been listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. You've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well, helping you to age younger. The Anti-Aging Clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill, Florida. You can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430. That phone number again is 954-742-4430. And you can learn more about them on their website, livelonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 WLVJ.